0: how a no-spend month can help you be more frugal.
1: Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money. embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill.
0: Hello, everyone. I am Jen. I'm
1: Jill. I'm still here.
0: We are here with another episode of the Frugal Friends podcast, and today is a topic that I'm obsessed with for really good reason. It is my bread and butter. It's my lifeline. It's no-spend challenges, and (laughs) they don't excite anybody as much as me.
1: You could talk about and write about this in your sleep. You have written about it.
0: Yes, I was awake the whole time I wrote it, uh, but it is <laughs> good to know. Yeah, it is uh, my Amazon bestselling book. The No Spend Challenge Guide uh, is on special for Amazon Prime members. We're going to talk about that a little later, but we thought because of that, it was the perfect time to do an episode fully dedicated to no spend challenges and how they can help you become more frugal. One challenge is clearly not going to change your life, uh, but a series of them and incorporating them and the things that they teach into your life uh, will change the outcome of your spending forever. Jill, have you ever done a no-spend challenge?
1: Um, my whole life is a noseband challenge. It. Stop it. I'm Stop. gonna be real honest <laughs> with you right now. Uh, okay, I I was married, getting a master's degree, to an unemployed husband, so. Yeah, I got so this thing this. in the bag. Yeah,
0: and you wrote a lot of notes, whereas I wrote one sentence for each. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jill, Jill wrote a
1: a novel, a small novel. So we're you're gonna get a lot. Listen, you can write about it. And live it. I will live it with my eyes closed. Yeah. I literally wrote a small novel about it. So I didn't need to write that again. (laughs) This is fun for me because it can make me feel like I'm doing something fun. I'm engaging in a challenge with other people. And it's not just like the sorry state of my life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Things are always more fun as a challenge. That is a solid fact. (laughs) That's why we're in the middle of our declutter challenge. That's why we do no-spend challenges. And so that is what we're talking about today. But first, uh, we're going to get into our sponsors. But first, I also wanted to mention, I was looking at the podcasts on iTunes, and I saw that we have so many reviews. So thank you guys so much for reviewing the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but we don't have as many people asking, uh, sending in screenshots of their reviews to be entered into our free book giveaways that we do every month. And it may be because... We mention them at the end of the podcast, or it may be because people don't realize that they don't post as soon as they write them. So I just wanted to remind everyone, if you haven't, please head over to Stitcher or iTunes, review the podcast. We really, really appreciate them. Mm-hmm. We read one on every episode because we just love to laugh um, with all the funny things that you write and all the ways that you mock us. Um <laughs> and, say, and uh, encourage us. Right. You do so so much of both. And uh, <laughs> we want we want you to also be eligible for winning um the free books that we give away every month. So yeah. head over head over there and and screenshot your reviews before you hit submit so that you can get over there uh, and send them to frugal at gmail.com. We love to read them and uh, we love to give away Whatever our book club book is every month. So, that being said, let's get into our sponsors. Our first one is modernfrugality.com. That is my website. And uh, the shop at Modern Frugality is my shop with printables and ebooks and resources to help you reduce your spending, minimize your stuff, and organize your life. Uh, I have a ton of free printables, some paid, like planner type, uh, full. Sets of printables. So head over there and check them out. Uh, Got a lot on minimalism, meal planning, financial planning, all that. Shop.modernfrugality.com or just modernfrugality.com to see the blog. Frugal Friends listeners get 50% off whatever you purchase at the shop with code FRUGALFRIENDS19. And that code never expires. So it doesn't matter when you're listening to this.
1: And another completely legitimate sponsor... Driving the speed limit. (laughs) Similar to following all of the other rules of the road, driving the speed limit is the most surefire way to avoid spending unnecessary money on fines. Just like fines and interest for late payments on your credit card makes it pointless to have one, so speeding and getting tickets make it pointless to drive. Keep your money in your pocket where it belongs and drive the speed limit. Driving the speed limit. One less reason for the cops to pull you over. That's right. There could be plenty of other reasons that that the cops (laughs) might pull you over. Like you're swerving, you're blowing through stop signs, you're you're, driving. You forgot to change that sticker on your your tag. Yeah. Yeah. We would get pulled over all the time because we had tinted windows and a little red car. And... Oh, and you're mischievous. our license plate was zeros instead of O's. So the cops would plug it in and they'd think that we were driving like a stolen vehicle because it came up as a triumph, a motorcycle. And they're like, haha, we got you. And we're like, no, actually, you typed it in wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be like
0: Jill, who doesn't need another reason for the cops to pull out. I don't need
1: one more reason for the cops to be after me. drive the speed limit because also you can avoid whatever else they're trying to get you for if they get you for speeding and then they find out that registration and inspection and what what's that open bottle of whatever doing in your passenger seat you
0: you probably need to reevaluate how you drive i'm not saying i'm just saying jill so but if you are like jill and you do get ticketed for some shady stuff. uh, You could do a no spend challenge to cut down on your spending and be able to afford that ticket. And hopefully you won't need to. Hopefully you can put that savings towards something beneficial,
1: but it's an option. I do drive the speed limit because it is like I refuse to pay money. I don't need to pay. Paying because I was going too fast is ridiculous to me. It's not happening. I do
0: feel the same way. Travis tends to speed, and I drive the speed limit because I refuse to pay that ticket. Yep. But our first article today is from The Balance, and it's called The No-Spend Challenge, Should You Consider a Spending Fast? So they call it all kinds of things, spending fast, zero-day challenge, no-spend. But whatever you call it, it's spending nothing, it's a it's a very <laughs> complex top it's it's a concept that's complex it's spending nothing and you get to decide what nothing is so whether that's just no personal spending no spending on anything you pay all your bills on a on a day one and then the next 30 to 29 days you spend nothing so you can kind of decide what works for you uh, but the challenge is to just spend nothing nothing.
1: It's not that complicated of a concept, really. And it's amazing how much is written on it and how long we're going to talk about it for. But it reminds (laughs) me of that SNL skit that, and I'll post a link to this, Uh, um, with Amy Poehler and Steve Martin. And they just can't get the concept of not buying stuff, particularly that they can't afford. But all of you frugal Friends, listeners would enjoy it. It's it's really really funny. but it made me think of that. What? Don't spend money. But what? But what about if I see something that I really like and I have to have it? Don't spend money. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I love
0: that skit. Yes, if you haven't seen it, you yeah. should. Amy Poehler does notes it way better it. than me. Go yeah. figure. <laughs> but so this article is helping you can. doing a spending fast and it's asking you should you but the answer is already yes and (laughs) I'll just tell that to you but there are different ways that you can do it and so it's helping you kind of consider which way is best for you. What do you think about this article,
1: Jill? I liked some of the reasons that they gave as to why to do this and just to lay more of a foundation for all of us. I think that there's even more reasons than just to reach a savings goal or to pay down debt. I think, like you said, Jen, the answer is yes, do this, practice this, because I think it, help, it can help to rein in spending, it can assist in identifying priorities, it could help you reach a giving goal. Maybe not just a savings mm-hmm. goal, but if there's something that you particularly want to donate money to. Or, as we said at the top of the show, the ju- just the sheer challenge of it. It could be fun to see, can I do this? What might I learn about myself? Why not? Other people are doing it. Uh, so I think there's there's so many reasons. And it can help to detox after a lot of spending. We are just coming off of the holidays right now. So It could be a nice thing for your bank account or to prep for upcoming spending like a vacation. If you've got something uh, that you know is in the near future, then this could be a great way to prepare for it. Have less guilt about spending when you do go away. Or whatever it is that you're pre- preparing for. So, so many more reasons than just what the article stated. So, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm excited to keep doing am I'm happy that this is a lifestyle for me and <laughs> other people can join in. So, this is just a real good
0: thing. Yeah. Uh, the article encourages you to choose a length and time to determine what you can spend on, just like we said. But I really liked in the middle, it goes towards like trying to reduce your essentials. Yeah. So we always – we make our budgets and we decide what we can spend on and what we can't. And we have this like quote unquote like essentials category. And sometimes we don't consider enough uh, about reducing those essentials. Yep. And uh, I know there were so many things for me – like before I started taking my money seriously that were essentials mm-hmm. and it was through no spend challenges that I evaluated what really are my essentials mm-hmm. like are these really my essentials and yeah. I got to think about it every time I missed doing something or ended up in a like by a drive through line about to go in and be like oh wait I I have a choice I can keep <laughs> following my no spend challenge or I can drive into this drive-thru. Get those checkers fries. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> but I I love that the writer like slips that in to, to evaluate. That's like one of the things that you should do when you're trying to determine what you mm-hmm. can spend on. That's an important thing.
1: Yeah, that you can incorporate that, try and even the things that you have decided you will spend money on, how low can you go with that? So... Mm-hmm. This article and others like it talk about can you use up the food that you already have in your home and even reduce your grocery budget for that month as well? which it's amazing to realize how how many canned goods and things in the freezer that and condiments that we have that we could utilize when it feels like there's no food. It's like, actually, there's 10 different meals you could probably prepare. So that could yeah. be a fun challenge in and of itself. So this definitely isn't the month to, or an, an excuse to say, oh, well, I'm not spending a ton of money, so increase the grocery budget. Mm -hmm. It's reduce everywhere. It could even be cut off Netflix or um, some similar thing, Spotify, whatever, for a month and just really even pare down as much as you can and see how that feels.
0: Yeah. And the great thing, it's a challenge. So not only do you determine how long it goes, but it does end at some point. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't go on, you know, longer than you plan it to. So if you're giving up these things that are do end up being important for you and uh, you do determine are essentials, then you get those back at the end of the challenge. And mm-hmm. then you know for sure that those are things you value. Yeah. Um, Another thing that I liked, she's she's basically just dispelling every myth when you're like, should I, cons- should I do a spending fast? Should I do a challenge? There are so many excuses that can come up that say, oh, no, I shouldn't do one this weekend or no, I shouldn't do one this month. I've got this mm-hmm. or whatever. So she says to plan ahead for exceptions, mm-hmm. and which is something I always tell people to do. You're never going to find the perfect month, even though... Mm-hmm. If you're going to get close to a perfect month, the perfectest month I can find (laughs) is February. Huh.
1: Interesting. Because
0: it's the shortest month. (laughs) Nice. I'm petty. Uh, And there's not much going on. There's Valentine's Day. But if you've been in a relationship for a long time, like who celebrates Valentine's Day? Yeah. And so it's really the perfect month where not a lot is going on. You're still saving for your summer travel. Uh, you still might have some gift cards left from Christmas that you can use up. So it's really, but even still, there are going to be times in February where a friend's coming into town and you want to go to dinner with them or it's your mom's birthday or something. So plan for those exceptions. And those are not an excuse to just not do a challenge.
1: It is my mom's birthday in February, and my sister's, and my niece and nephew. They just really all planned it out for February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they knew. It's They'll so be my enough. exceptions. Yeah. So that's that's where this idea of planned versus impulsive comes in. So you can make exceptions. You, you're the one creating this challenge. So... As long as it's something that's planned for, then, then fine, do it. What what we want to avoid during a no-spend challenge is impulsive purchases that would be reflective of how you would typically spend money. So, and this is listed in one of the pitfalls too, like don't delay necessary spending just because it's a no-spend challenge month. If you can get something at a, a less expensive rate, now, versus if you put it off next month, just so you don't have to see it come out of your bank account this month, you're you're winning nothing. So mm-hmm. if you know, okay, I need in the next three months, I need to get a winter coat. Okay, plan for that. Um I need to get an oil change. Do that. Don't just put that off until March just so that you can feel like you've saved money. Like you will have to get an oil change. Do it before your car breaks down.
0: Yeah, I highly recommend uh, Kate Flanders' book, Yeah, uh, The Year of Less, because she did this for two years, and so she's a really great example of uh, planning a list of things she knew she would need to buy, and giving herself the freedom to buy those things when they were on the best sale or when she physically needed them, mm-hmm. and and that's the same concept. On a smaller scale, like you're not gonna need to buy a mattress in your no spend month like she did. That's, yeah, don't do that. but it's the same concept that mm-hmm. you are setting yourself up to identify what you truly value of and will spend money on and to just step back, like take a step back from your impulse purchases mm-hmm. and and think think for longer than 10 seconds Mm
1: -hmm. to rationalize
0: that like coffee or candy bar that you're picking Mm -hmm. up at the convenience store. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And we interviewed Kate Flanders. So feel free to check out that episode and read her book. It's great. I also liked the other tips that were given in this article of getting buy-in from family members, no pun intended, but Mm -hmm. make sure that they're on board. If you do live with other people, who are involved in your budgeting and spending. It's not going to be effective or successful on any level if they're not on board with you. Mm-hmm. Could lead to bitterness, resentment, fights, anger. That's not the goal. So, make sure that make sure that they're on board. And obviously, maybe not obvious, reduce the temptations. Like don't Unsubscribe from emails that are that may be tempting to you of offering sales and wanting to go purchase. Um, maybe take a different route so that you're not passing that coffee shop you always go into yeah. all the time. So that's just another little tip. But then I also appreciated this list of pitfalls, and so we talked about this already of delay not not delaying on. Not delaying necessary spending, but also to be careful of overspending before and after, both ramping up to and coming off of this no spend challenge that does not give license to like go crazy with your finances. Like the goal is to save or pay down debt or to give more to a certain cause or person or whatever it is that is your financial goal. But it, it defeats the purpose if you're like, oh my word, next month is the no spend challenge. So get everything mm-hmm. that I ever thought that I ever would want so that I don't want anything. That's not the point. The point is to work through the wanting and the thinking that you need something and to figure out where your priorities are. Like that's a good process to go through. Don't try to protect yourself from that.
0: Yeah. So that that is pretty much this article. So to recap, Should you consider a no-spend challenge with all of the things that you have going on in your life and everything that the people around you have going on in your life and all the things that could go wrong, should you consider one?
1: What is yes, you
0: should? If for you answered yes to that question, every, you've been listening yeah. to us for the last 15 minutes.
1: What is everyone should participate in a no-spend challenge?
0: Yeah, and, at least
1: once. And report back.
0: Yeah, you don't have to do them a lot. That's the point. You do them uh, frequently or occasionally for a period of time, uh, and then you learn your lessons, and then there's not a need for them. Yeah. And that's, that's the hope. That's the goal. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity, when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you
1: purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month.
0: All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts.
1: To get this new customer offer and your new 3-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com/frugal. That's mintmobile.com/frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com/frugal. upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
0: Now that I have kids, I'm hyper aware of the information I put online. But unfortunately, there's only so much I can do. Our personal information is everywhere on the internet, and I don't have time to monitor and take it off every website. That's why I personally use Delete
1: Me. Delete.me is a service that finds and removes any personal information from hundreds of data broker websites and make sure it stays off. Delete.me isn't just a one-time service. It's always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you don't want on the internet. I signed up, completed a questionnaire, and they took it
0: from there, submitting opt-out requests to data broker sites and keeping my personal info private.
1: To take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete.me. Now, at a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete.me plan when you go to joindeletemecom frugal and use promo code FRUGAL at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeletemecom slash FRUGAL and enter code FRUGAL at checkout. That's com slash FRUGAL, code FRUGAL.
0: Uh, so now that we are convinced that we should be practicing no-spend challenges regularly, or at least occasionally, how do you do one? Mm-hmm. And I can't read my entire book on this episode, but I want <laughs> <Bummer. laughs> I know I wanted to read an excerpt from it, which is actually, um, it's a loose excerpt. It's from my blog, modernfrugality.com, And it's called how to do a no spend month that will improve your finances mm. because I am not as great of a storyteller as Kate Flanders. So my book is very actionable.
1: I like that and, though.
0: Yeah. And it's essentially, this is what it is. This is how to do it. This is how to fill your time when you get bored because you're not spending money. Um, And this is uh, these are the constructive things you can do with your time uh, to to, you know, fill it up. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Jill, did you read this article?
1: I did. Thanks for forcing me to do that. (laughs) No, it's fantastic, Jen. I'm a big fan of yours. So I really appreciate, even though you think that you're not a good storyteller, you do connect it with your own life experiences and saying that in growing up, you were conditioned to think that spending money was a hobby. It's it's something that you do. It's an activity. It's a form of entertainment. Even if you don't need things or even want things, you just, you go to the mall, you go to Target, you stop by the grocery store, and you just spend money. And to some degree, I, yeah, I can understand that. It it can sometimes be like, well, what do we do? I don't know. Let's go to a store. Where's Walmart? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Target is a big thing I see with a lot of my friends. It's just, oh, I don't have anything to do. Well, I'm going to go to Target. It's not unique to just me, Mm -hmm. um, but it's a problem with a lot of people. So we'll skip, we can skip the section that tells you why you should do a challenge because we just went through that. So once you have decided how long you want to do, obviously, this article is about doing a no spend month. But if you don't feel capable of that at first, that's totally fine. You can start with a weekend or um, a, like five weekdays or a whole week or, or something. Start where you feel comfortable. Start where you feel like you can have a quick win so you can continue to build on that. And then once you decide that, you're going to want to figure out what do you want to spend on. And it is totally possible to do a no-spend month without spending any money on groceries. I want to repeat that for you. It's totally, totally doable to do a no spend month without spending any Any money on groceries.
1: Whoa, explain that. Are you mooching off of everybody else? No, it's replacing some of your fresh produce with
0: frozen Mm. and then choosing fresh produce that has a longer shelf life. And uh, some of the I didn't write down the vegetables that have like a longer shelf life, but onions, uh, carrots, those tend to be uh, some very versatile vegetables that have a longer shelf
1: life inside the fridge. So you can do your research on that. I will say that carrots do go bad. This is completely a side tangent, but it's worth knowing. When carrots go bad, they smell like amazing, sweet vanilla. It smells so fantastic. And then you put it in your mouth and it's rancid. (laughs) I found that one out the hard way. I had some shredded carrots in the fridge and I'm like, they look fine. I was about to put them on my salad and I smelled it. I was like... Oh wow, that smells amazing. But that's not what carrots typically smell like. <laughs> and so then I tried it and it was so bad. I I don't they must have been in the fridge for forever. I've never experienced that with carrots. Like you are telling a true story that they have a long shelf life, but that comes to an end with some sweet smelling rancid carrots. So if you experience that, don't put them on your salad
0: or don't anything anywhere it. near your mouth. This, but yes, you you can get away with uh, some vegetables longer than others, and you know what those vegetables are. You have kept them in your in your refrigerator for over a month, and they're still fine.
1: So would that be for you, Jen? A ramping up to some degree. Of mm-hmm. you would stockpile a bit beforehand, so that you don't have to spend that month on groceries,
0: yeah, because another way that you don't have to spend money on them is to prepare some freezer meals in advance, okay, so you would take maybe the amount that you predict you would spend on produce for that for each month um and maybe spend a little less and just get it all, prep it, and make a batch of freezer meals, okay, uh this also helps. Because freezer meals really limit the number of times that you will go out to eat. They are Mm -hmm. lifesavers. So this Mm -hmm. is kind of like a double whammy. You're not having to make trips to the grocery store, like multiple trips through the month. And you're less tempted to go out because everything's already prepped and ready for you. And you just have to put it in the slow cooker or the instant pot or the
1: oven, whatever. I would love a recipe guide or meal guide. Do you do that? We should do that. For the month. Yeah,
0: I do have some, obviously, like, meal planning freezer things in my other book, Meal Planning on a Budget. Mm -hmm. But there's so many things online, like once-a-month meals. That's a a really big freezer meal uh, website. I find that soups and stews and really anything that I can put in the Instant Pot or slow cooker, Mm -hmm. that's what tastes best. I haven't had a lot of success with, like, oven meals uh for the even if i defrost them and then put them in the oven maybe my fridge is just really cold mm-hmm. but uh so people that aren't as familiar with freezer meals don't sit, make the same mistakes i did with starting with like casseroles start with soups stews anything that you can put in the slow cooker you're going to get really really nice from freezer meals because freezing vegetables makes them softer in the end anyway so you definitely want something where the end result is going to be soft vegetables. Yeah. Like anyway, so, but those are just groceries. So Mm -hmm. other things that you can decide not to spend money on, transportation. If you uh, really love your bike, transportation is never something that I have included in my no spend challenges because I live in a driving city and I could bike and I choose not to. Mm -hmm. It's never been one of my enjoyed pleasure activities good Uh, (laughs) uh, but one that I always do give up uh, is entertainment and that was the Mm -hmm. last one on the list Mm -hmm. and I I am entertained by a a wide variety of things and that's what really trips me up
1: yeah would you include going out to eat under entertainment Mm Hmm. okay Yeah. yeah that's a big one
0: yeah. So personally I I will spend money on fresh produce. I'll still go to Aldi and buy those things, but I'll try to do pantry challenges. Like if you've listened to this podcast, you know I'm a horrible cook and or just don't enjoy it. So I'm not super creative in the kitchen, so I really rely on on recipes and stuff which have me buying more produce every week. But since I did my last no spend challenge which was a while ago, I have gotten better at uh, freezer meals, so that is that has been one improvement for me, w- and why I'm so passionate about them.
1: Yeah, I think they're fantastic because if you do end up doing something else, going to somebody's house, no problem. It can stay in the freezer. You're not wasting food either. It's just sitting there, waiting, waiting, ready for you. Yes.
0: So so this is where this article ends, but since I know the rest of the story, I can go on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so once you decide how long you're doing it, what you're spending on, and what you're not spending on, then comes the actual task of doing it. Mm. And and that is obviously the hard part. Yeah. And the two things that are are important that I try to include in in each of my no spend challenges. Um, I guess there's three things, really. So it leaves you a lot of time to fill, right? Because you're not spending money to fill your time. So you have to find other ways to. So I will try to make money on my no spend challenge. I'll spend that time either doing a side hustle or writing or whatnot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I will declutter,
1: mm-hmm. uh, which
0: we've been on that kick uh, all month. And uh, so it's the perfect time when you're not doing anything out to stay at home, especially on a Friday night when all of your friends are busy uh, to stay at home and and just clean out everything. Do that KonMari method. Start with your clothes and just go down the list. And then the last thing, if you are just sick of staying in the house, is to find free activities. And we will we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But I think the hardest part about doing a no-spend challenge is filling your time because you don't want to put the same triggers in your life that were there before. So you want to change up your routines and do different things. And yeah, there's a lot of mindset things when you just happen to find yourself at a store wanting to impulse buy, but it's really important to not put yourself in that situation at all.
1: hmm so and practice saying no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can say yes to better things. Yes. Jill, do you
0: have, do you have anything to say since it's just been the gen show?
1: <laughs> I like the gen thing? show. This is nice. I took a Ugh. nap. I took a real quick nap. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. No, JK. This, I think it's all fantastic. I think that what it can do for us is great. What it the room that it creates for us, and you even listed it too, even more reasons. It can break addictions. It can, like help you build healthier emotional habits. It can help you find less expensive things that you can carry on into your no, your spending life mm-hmm. and even find healthier ways to manage stress or decompress or enjoy time with others. You, you could find that you love writing or you love reading or you love doing something that you had no idea that you liked doing because <laughs> you had to find something that was free.
0: Yeah, and you have the time to think about it. We Mm -hmm. don't give ourselves enough time to think about new things. And this spending detox is a space for you to give yourself time to really consider other options and and new ideas and all of that. So Mm -hmm. I I love I love no spend challenges and I can't say enough about them.
1: What what else do we love? I feel like there's something else coming up that we really love. Ah, uh, I mean, sometimes I'm, I think about the bill of, of the week. week.
0: That's right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and
1: you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck Bills, Buffalo Bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. My favorite bill for the month is our monthly subscription for massages. My husband and I both work full-time jobs. We have five children, ranging from age 13 all the way to two. And my husband works as a crisis caseworker, and I work as an administrator for a clinic. And so we tend to get a little stressed and carry it in our shoulders and such. And so it's nice to be able to have that time for us to be able to unwind so we can be and and just have that moment to ourselves um, and get a massage and relax so that we can be better parents and better um, employees as well so that is my favorite one
0: wow that is from humanistic nick and that's a great email name and a great bill
1: I love it on so many levels. I like that you don't mind spending on this because you know what it's providing for you. Mm -hmm. I always see self-care as putting on your mask first before assisting others with theirs, like what they tell you on the flight. Like, yes, you're not going to be a good mom or a good employee. I love that you even care about that, being a good employee. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you are not taken care of and you don't have wellness inside of you. So fantastic that you have created space in your budget, in your life for this. My goodness, we can all take a page out of that book.
0: I get maybe one massage a year. And every time I get it, I love it. But we just got massages on Sunday, actually was our annual massage and it was so relaxing. I have to say that I got a, it was a prenatal massage and it was much more comfortable than regular massage uh, <laughs> positioning. So if you huh. are uncomfortable being on your face or, or back, uh, just tell them you're pregnant and then you get a <laughs> bunch of pillows and you get to be on your side and it's really good.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. Doesn't matter who you are. Just say you're pregnant. They'll make it They'll make it more special for you. So
0: much better. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have a favorite bill that you want to share with us, please head over to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. Leave us your favorite one. We are looking forward to so many new and funny bills this year. I, we love them all. Definitely.
1: Nice. How do I get my partner on board with our finances? It's a top question we get from listeners and we've realized it's a game changer when there are tools that allow you to work together better, like Monarch.
0: Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal.
1: Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple design makes it so easy to set up and manage your household finances. Plus, they have built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost.
0: After trying out Monarch myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001 and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, FlowHealth, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com special for $1,000 off Vanta. All right. Well, moving on to our lightning, fire, thunder round. <laughs> lightning
1: round. I just learned a new term today. It's thundersnow. I'm I'm pretty sure it's made up, right? Yeah, that's what I said too. Cause I wonder I had this thought last night. It was it was thunder and lightning outside and But yet it's the time of year where it could snow. And I thought to myself, has it ever snowed and lightning and thundered? Or are those two separate types of climate conditions that need to be present for that to happen? And so it would never happen. And then I heard that, no, it can. It's called thunder snow. I still have to look it up because it sounds really made up and unoriginal and not real.
0: Well, but. I look forward
1: to hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I ever experience it, I'll definitely take a video. Yeah. My god. First it was Polar Vortex. Then it was Bombogenesis. Then Bomb Cyclone. Now the new one is Thunder Snow. What do I do during a thundersnow? I don't even know if I should get the bread and milk. Thunder snow. Oh my
0: god help me, somebody help me. Well, in our thunder snow round today. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, the No Spend Challenge Guide is actually free right now on Amazon for Amazon Prime members through the Prime Reading program.
1: Mm,
0: mm, mm. Um, and that is now through March 2019. So, if you are an Amazon Prime member um, and you have Prime Reading, go ahead and search for the No Spend Challenge Guide. Uh, or you can head to our show notes and get the link there, but it's free. The the Kindle version is free right now. So that's why we wanted to talk up no spend challenges. And there's also a bonus that comes with the book and that is 52 free activities to do on a no spend challenge because there are so many guides. Mm, It infuriates me. Mm-hmm. So many guides with like a hundred something free things to do, and a lot of them actually include you. Ha- you need to purchase things for them. <laughs> so, that defeats like, the purpose, right? And so, or there, you have to purchase things later before like start a new hobby. That's not free. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <it's, laughs> depending on your hobby, it's so vague. So I compiled a list of fifty-two. So one for every weekend. And they are genuinely, legitimately free. Yeah, And are. that is a free bonus that you get with downloading the book. But Frugal Friends listeners don't even have to purchase the book, even if you don't have Prime, because I'm going to give you the URL where you can download that right now. Uh, it's at modernfrugality.com slash no spend guide.
1: That's so, easy enough, but we'll also have it in our show notes.
0: Yes. And we are going to just... Go over some of our favorites from that list uh, so you can see if if you even want to download it at all.
1: Yeah, it is a really good list, Jen, and I love all the suggestions. But as I read through it, I realize that I work too much. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, all these things sound great, but I'm not looking for something to do. Like, I apparently don't have free time to do these things. So it's really not a matter of, oh, I've freed up time by not spending. I, I do. I just work. So I think this is really pointing out to me that I need to engage in more fun. Well, free I, do,
0: I do say in the book that the best way to not spend money yep. is to spend time making money. <laughs> yep. So that's how I got through a lot of my no spend challenges is just picking up Extra shifts, working on extra things, uh, and just working a lot. Yeah. Like, I'll be totally honest. That's kind of how I made it through. Yeah. But yeah, if you don't have that as an option, uh, Jill, what was your favorite or two favorite things, whatever –
1: if you could find two. I really like visiting open houses. I think I've mentioned this in we, another we, podcast. We talked about this, yeah. Eric really doesn't like to do it with me, but when, when I'm able to get him to, it's fun. I just like touring houses. I think it's fun. I don't know why. I just do. Also, I think the decluttering my house, that's that's what I do when I have downtime is it I mean, and it basically goes along with like getting my life back in order because I'm working so much and traveling so much that mm-hmm. I but I enjoy it. It then frees up my mind and m- m- allows me to breathe. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I'm breathing before that, but I like that. How about you? Yes. What are your favorites on your own list that you created?
0: Uh so other than starting like doing a side hustle, um I love um this is going to sound really weird, but uh wash your car because who has time to wash their car? I never mm-hmm. wash my car. And if I am literally looking for something to do because I can't spend money, that is the only time my car is going to get washed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's probably it's it's not as fun.
1: But I like looking at this time as doing practical things. certainly. there's a lot of fun things on this list, but there's also practical and even efficient, and frugal things like one of number 48 mm-hmm. is call your service providers to negotiate your bill like get a lower price my goodness what a good use of your time instead of <laughs> spending instead of not spending money you cannot spend money and save money so yeah why not I love it
0: yeah I also love the um use up any like spa or facial or bath products that are hiding in your bathroom closet Mm -hmm. because I do have those. They're like ones that normally I'm really quick to get rid of things when I get a gift or something that I just know I'm not going to use. But then there are some things where like, oh, I would really actually like to use it, but I just put it in the closet and it sits there forever. Uh, And so I added it here because this is a time to actually get those things out and like do your little facial or put in your bath bomb or something. Mm-hmm.
1: It's fantastic. So,
0: yeah. Those are just a few. There's 52. Uh, again, it's at modernfrugality.com com slash no spend guide. And you can get that without even getting the book though. I would love for you to head to Amazon and get the no spend challenge guide available in Kindle and paperback forever.
1: Yeah, it is fantastic. Jen's a great writer. And she gives really practical tips if you haven't picked that up already on this Mm -hmm. podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, 158... Reviews that are almost five stars can't be wrong.
1: Are <laughs> almost five stars.
0: I don't even know 158 people, so you know that. Dang, I that's one. a
1: lot. The last time I checked, which feels like a few days ago, there were 98 reviews. So people really kicked it into high gear there.
0: I know it's been this prime reading thing. It is crazy. All right. Well. We have another challenge going on too, Jill. How are you doing with our 31-day declutter challenge? Oh,
1: Jen, I have not been home, but I've been thinking about it a lot. <laughs> I am excited. I might start tonight. Eric gets home from Texas tonight, but who knows? He might just find me with my clothes all over the bed. Yes, um, not in I'm a sexy gonna... way, in a decluttering <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to jump
0: back on the bandwagon. Um, This weekend because I have fallen behind, but you know what? There's, there's grace. You do it however you want. Now that Marie Kondo has given us all permission to take upwards of six weeks to do the KonMari method. uh, Mm. We can, we can do it. So
1: I love it when she gives me permission to do things. Oh my gosh. She's She's so cute. cute. I have started to watch the Netflix special. It's fun.
0: It is. It's It's actually a very good special. And so it's. it kind of humanizes the book. The book makes her sound very mm-hmm. weird, for lack of a better term. And the <laughs> show really humanizes her. And I love that yeah. because her method is so practical. I love it. And it's a great way for everyone to declutter. So definitely go check that out. And dun-dun-dun. We're reading Life-Changing Magic of Tidying
1: Up by Marie Kondo for our book club. Fantastic. Month. And if you want a free copy of this book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, we talked about at the beginning of the episode, but we're going to talk about it again. Leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Screenshot the review when you write it and send that screenshot to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And we will select the winners at the end of the month. So just by writing a review and then proving to us that you did it, you could get a free book. You could get yes. this free remember, book.
0: Take the screenshot before you hit send so that you can actually take a picture of it because Lord knows when iTunes is going to post your review. Mm-hmm. But do just like Brooke did when she sent us this five star review. Titled Fantastic Frugal Friends Mm. says, I started my journey to financial independence in August of 2018. I needed a support system stat. Frugal Friends was one of the very first podcasts I stumbled upon, and I knew right away I found something incredible. Jen and Jill discuss frugal tips and hacks in a fun way. They're always joking and simultaneously bringing a smile to my face. Debt can be a bummer, but Jen and Jill have created an awesome community to help you through it. I always look forward to my Friday morning commutes because I get to listen to
1: these too. Thanks
0: so much, Brooke. Thanks, Brooke. That's
1: cool to hear. Happy Friday if you're listening to this on a Friday.
0: Yeah, on your commute.
1: Yeah. We're so glad to still be here. My goodness. I can't believe people are still listening to us. Like, we have things to say.
0: Right. 40 episodes in. 40. You know? We'll be here for 40 more, and then I can't make any promises after that.
1: <laughs> see you on the 80th episode. We'll see what yeah. happens.
0: Yeah, we'll see. You'll just have to send us all your reviews and, and convince us that we need to stay
1: on. Yes. That's it. There you go. Guys, as always, thanks so much for hanging out with us. We wish you—nope. I mean, well— <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> going to say like New Year, but it's not even the New Year yet. I mean, it is. What it's am I saying? January. It still is. It's so far past it. Gosh, I'm doing good. I got to eat dinner. <laughs> um, you know what? Here's wishing you frugality, fun, and fantastic festivities all year round go do a no spend challenge tell us about it and the frugal friends community where good stuff continues to happen throughout the week yes on
0: facebook and so people have been sending um, great videos of their kanmari declutter yes so. and pictures Jeez. and videos Send us those too yeah so check us out all right y'all see ya see ya frugal friends is produced edited and mixed by eric suriani My nose has itched this whole episode.
1: Oh, gosh. Get that.
0: Somebody's thinking of me.
1: Is that what that means? I think so. So, I mean, I'm thinking of you. I'm looking at you, too. Speaking of massages, I get, like, real ticklish. But it's like a weird kind of tickle where, like, they're they're massaging out like knots or something or like rearranging my anatomy and it like I can't I handle also get it.
0: ticklish when they rearrange my anatomy <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but I can't like I can't handle it. It's it's both ticklish but also just like ah, what do I do? And I kind of want to laugh but normal. it always feels inappropriate because they're not they're not trying to tickle me. Like, what do you do in that situation? Does that happen to you? No. Ugh! I thought I was going to get some real tips on this show. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) guess I'm the only weirdo. Not the first time.
0: Whoa! You can have your $500 million jackpot in Powerball or whatever the heck it was but I'll take this baby four four lightning strikes four episodes of thunder snow